0: Hey, I'm Matt Simpkins, pastor of Christ South, and this is our podcast. Thanks for listening. I hope this builds you up. I hope this helps you in your faith. I hope this helps you to see God at work. We'll see you at the end of the podcast. But now for today's message. So here's a question. If you've ever watched a Hallmark Christmas movie, the Hallmark Channel Christmas movies, and yes, I've watched a few, you have to have noticed one thing, or at least I have. The plot is the same for every single movie. Amen. Amen. It doesn't change. Two complete strangers brought together, of course, during the holidays, from completely different backgrounds. And by the end of the movie, when all is said and done, they fall in love and they live happily ever after. And, of course, we're all filled with that warm, fuzzy feeling, and we get a glimpse of that everlasting love. And, you know, when I got to thinking about it, it's really the same with fairy tales Disney movies. The list goes on and on. Think about it. All of those two characters from different backgrounds brought together, and once again, when the fairy tale comes to an end or the movie's over, we're filled once again with that warm, fuzzy feeling because guess what? They're going to live happily ever after. Now, think about it this way. And let's face it, at the end of the day, it's what we all truly want in life, correct? I mean, we want to live happily ever after. And right off the bat, I'm here to tell you, we will live happily ever after because of God. You see, at the end of the day, God is more than we can ever imagine. And that is great news. But while that is good news, let us remember that in all these movies, the Hallmark movies, fairy tales, Disney movies, it's not warm and fuzzy all the time, right? Let's think about it. There are ups and downs, there are disagreements, and there are problems. Think about it. Cinderella. Cinderella. Basically, she was a maid to her family. Snow White ate a poisonous apple and almost died. And the Beast, well, the Beast was the Beast. And of course, the rest of his crew, furniture, candlestick, clocks, uh, they had some problems. And of course, the Beast, he wasn't the best people person, right? Him and Belle, they had some issues. So what we find out in all of this is relationships are hard. Relationships are not easy. And no matter what the relationship is, whether it's parent-child, husband-wife, teacher-student, parent-kid, coaches, players, all of it, significant other, significant other, it is all hard. And mainly it's hard because we're human beings and we mess up. I mean, think about it. There are ups and downs, there are disagreements, there are ebbs and flows, as I said. It's tough. But let's remember that relationships and how we handle them all the way back to the beginning of time. I mean, think about it. Adam and Eve, they got off to a rocky start. Cain and Abel, we know how that ended. David and his brothers, we could list hundreds and hundreds of them that are found in the Bible. And think about it. Think about the relationship between God and his children. Think about how many times God's people have soured their relationship with God. How many times has he had to do another covenant, bring them back to reality time and time again. It is what it is. We are human beings. We fall short of the cross. And sometimes, guess what? We mess up when it comes to relationships. But as I said a moment ago, God is more. God is more than we can imagine. And think about this. There will come a day when God takes all the dissension and contrition away. All the junk that makes relationships hard. There'll be a day that changes everything. A day where the kingdom of God will come and he will reign forever and ever. It will be the endless season of the light of Christ. No more darkness, no more tough relationships, no more rocky roads. That day will come. But of course, the question is, what about now? Where's the light right now? And for me, the answer is very simple. The light right now is found in the Advent season. A time of waiting and anticipation for the arrival of Christ on that Christmas morning. Now, I love Advent. I love Christmas. And my wife will tell you that. I'll start playing Christmas music before Halloween. And the reason I love Christmas and the reason I love Advent is we get a glimpse of the light of Christ. We also get a glimpse of the world that is to come when God is here. That day of the Lord. We all treat each other a little bit nicer. We're all a little bit happier. We just have that that joy and that peace that comes around the Christmas season. And we think about the light. Every week we light a candle. And every week that light grows more and more. See, Advent, I think, helps us to understand what the day will look like when the Lord's Day comes. But it gives us that glimpse right now also. Let's take a look at some of the gospel for today. Actually, uh, let's. there'll be two, but the first is from Luke chapter 1, starting with verse 26. And it says this, In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Let me stop right there and say right off the bat, We know that Gabriel, the angel, is about to say something to Mary that will change her life forever. Her world will be turned upside down. Our lives are changed with what the angel is about to say. It is a big deal, the arrival of the Christ child. And what I love about it is the fact that the wording that he uses is welcoming, calming, peaceful, and inclusive. I mean, think about it. It could have started with something like, listen, I know you're just a young girl. And you better be ready. Or you're just an immature child. But no. The cool part about it was, it was simply greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Positive, affirming, loving, caring. Right off the bat, those are the words Mary hears. On we go, verse 29. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary you have found favor with God. Once again, brothers and sisters, listen to the wording. Words are so important. Don't be afraid, Mary. He addresses her by name. Name lends value to everything. I don't know about you, but I love to hear my name, except when the teacher used to call me like in class or something like that. You guys know what I'm talking about. Um, Saying somebody's name lends importance to them. So right off the bat, Gabriel is lending importance to Mary, saying, you are worthy. You have found favor with God, is what the angel says. And what I love there, it's simply the word, you. You are important. You are valued. He didn't know anything about her, really. But he says, you. He uses that word. And once again, it's that positive affirmation that Mary gets. And think about it if all of our conversations started that way. How awesome would it be? But how many of our conversations actually start with those positive words, especially when we talk about relationships? On we go, verse 31. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. He will be great. His kingdom will never end. Get the wording again? Positive, loving, empowering. He will be great. His kingdom will never end. What does Gabriel not mention? Well, let's see. You're going to have a son. He's going to live into his early 30s, but then he's going to be ridiculed, prosecuted, spit at, beaten, nailed to a cross, and die. Doesn't bring that up. What does he do? He focuses on the positive, it's all positive. Son of the Most High. He will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. All positive wording. Light words. Joy, love, and peace. Verse 34 says this. How will this be, Mary asked the angel, since I'm a virgin? The angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come on you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age. And she who was said to be unable to conceive in her sixth month, for no word from God will ever fail. I am the Lord's servant in 38, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. Once again, Gabriel is comforting. The power of the Most High will overshadow you, for no word from God will ever fail. Mary is going, How am I going to have a child? I'm a virgin. And Gabriel says, the power of the Holy Spirit is with you right now. It's got you. We got you. It's just those positive words. You see, the scripture gives us a glimpse of what is coming, but it also gives us an example of how we can be that glimpse of light right here, right now. As I said, Advent is a time of anticipation and waiting for the light to arrive that Christmas morning. That's back in biblical times. But right now we are waiting for the day of the Lord to arrive for that light to shine. But brothers and sisters, until that day arrives, the day of the Lord, let us be that glimpse of light. Let us be love, joy, and peace to the world. Let me go back and talk about relationships. They are hard. And a lot of times it's because of the things we say and how we say them. Am I right? Sometimes we don't use the best wording when we talk with people. We say things we shouldn't say a lot of times, right from the beginning of a conversation, and guess what happens? Things go downhill pretty quick. But if you think about Mary and Gabriel, the the angel Gabriel speaks in such a caring and comforting way. What if we did the same when we had the opportunity? He speaks to her in a way she knows that she is a part of something bigger than herself. She's a child of God a loved child of God. She's highly favored. What if we did that? When we're in relationships and we get into tough times, our language matters. Even though what he's about to say to her is going to change her life, he reminds her that the Lord has her back, that he has her back, that her family, the church has her back. What if we did the same? Think about it. That person who is in the midst of darkness right now, who maybe has lost someone to COVID, who hasn't seen family members in a while, who's lost a job. So many people in the darkness right now. How are we being the light of Christ to them? Are we the angel Gabriel? How are we showing them that glimpse of joy and peace and love that Christ child brought to the world on that Christmas morning? Brothers and sisters, it is simple. We remind them that they are children of God, that they're included in this wonderful family, that we're there for them, that we're going to love on them. We're going to pray for them. We are there to comfort them. We are the glimpse of the light that is to come again. And that is good news. The Lord is coming. The day of the Lord will be here. But until then, we are that light. That is what we're called to do. We're called to be disciples of Christ. One more piece of scripture for you. We read about Mary and her encounter with Gabriel. But what about Joseph? Take a look at Matthew chapter 1, starting at verse 20. Now, let me set this up. This is right after Joseph found out that Mary was pregnant and he had some thoughts on how is this gonna move forward. He even thought about divorcing her. But here's what the Bible says. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, "'Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid "'to take Mary home as your wife.' because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son and you are to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. So here we go again. Once again, we have someone who is troubled, who has had their whole world turned upside down. Joseph is troubled, and he's wondering, what am I going to do? He's concerned about his relationship with Mary, and what's going to happen as they move forward. He doesn't know where to go with things, but of course, here comes this angel, and simply starts with this, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid. He will save his people from their sins. And of course, we hear the words of the prophet, they will call him Emmanuel, which is God with us. Once again, it's the same thing. Words that are calming and comforting. A young couple, their world is turned upside down. Their relationship's turned upside down in so many ways. And what they hear from the angels is words of encouragement, words of love. This beginning of this tumultuous time or this crazy time is going to be filled with words of love, hope, caring, peace, and joy. As we have said, relationships are not easy. Times are tough right now, and that's just adding to how tough relationships can, can get. Uh, they can get hard even now. Think about it this way, we're around each other 24-7 right now, in our homes, parents being parents, parents being teachers, parents doing their jobs, kids trying to learn virtually, dogs running around, younger kids running around, it's, it can be chaotic. We're trying to learn we're trying to do all this work with technology we get tired we get frustrated and sometimes we do what we take it out on others we take it out on the ones that we love but just remember that the day of the lord is coming that light is coming until then though as we've said it's up to us to be the light to take care of the darkness that creeps into our world through relationships when things get crazy the darkness starts to creep in we have to let the light shine we have to be like the angel Gabriel we have to be like the angel who approached Joseph and think about the words that are said and they are simply this and I want you to think about this the next time you're talking to your spouse spouse, your significant other, your child your teacher, your coach, whatever it is What if our conversation had words like, you are highly favored, the Lord is with you, don't be afraid, no word from God will ever fail, God is with us, his kingdom will have no end. People need to hear that right now. They need that light of the Advent season. They need the glimpse of the light that is to come. I keep saying it, the peace, the love, and the joy our God gives to us because God is more, God is more than we can ever grasp, God is more than we can ever understand sometimes, but God is our light, and it is also the same God that sent the light to his world on that Christmas morning. I want to end with a story of a glimpse of light. We have a family in our church, the Teal family, Calvin and Cindy and their crew, great family, and I've known them for many a years. A couple years ago they adopted a young lady from the ukraine and during that whole process they came to know a young man named nazar over in the ukraine who they fell in love with and right now have since decided to try and adopt nazar will be joining their family one day but for now it's a waiting game for him and for cindy and calvin and the entire family and of course they've been talking But they brought a story to our attention, which just kind of really wraps up how we can be the light to the world, especially right now. Nazar gave him uh, a call and there was a conversation and he said that one of the things that's helped him along while he's waiting for this whole process to become final, where he joins their family, is watching our worship service on Facebook. As a matter of fact, he watches it, and when he does, he's joined by other orphans in the orphanage. The music, the message, prayers, everything Christ South does on Sunday morning, he watches, these kids watch, and it brings joy, comfort, and peace to a young man who is waiting for his happily ever after. A young man who is getting a glimpse of the day of the Lord to come, the light that will shine. And I know in my heart of hearts that Calvin and Cindy find hope in hearing what worship means to him, and knowing that their happily ever after with Nazar is not too far away. It's the light, people, the light. The light arrived that Christmas morning and the light that is to come when the day of the Lord is here. So brothers and sisters in Christ, I encourage you, go be that light and go look for that happily ever after. Amen. Let us pray. Most gracious God, we thank you for this day, we thank you for this Advent season, this time of light, the light that would arrive when the Christ child was born, but we also look to the light that is to come, the day of the Lord, when relationships will be easy, there'll be calmness, there'll be no more darkness, no more harsh words, but just love and peace and grace and understanding. We know that times are tough right now, dear Lord, but we also know that we are blessed to be children of God and we're all in this together. And we're all called to go shine that light. So as we get ready for this week, this week in which we'll see that arrival of Christ on that Christmas morning, fill our hearts and soul with our love, with your love, with your strength, your courage, and help us just go out and be the light we're called to be. And all of God's children said, Amen. Amen. All right. I hope that was helpful. If so, I ask you a couple of things. One, share this with a friend so that they can hear some good news in their life too. And if you want to continue that impact beyond, we ask that you go to ChristSouth.org to the online giving tab and give to this ministry so that we can continue to share this with others. We'll see you on the next podcast or maybe in person at 10 a.m., On Sunday mornings at Polo Ridge Elementary in Charlotte, North Carolina. Blessings and peace. Have an awesome week.